Hello and welcome to Quote Unquote Guilty, the only guilty pleasure podcast with air quotes in the title. I am your host, Joe Sanders, and I'm joined today by Johnny Blaze. Hi. How's it going, John? Oh, it's going pretty good. Can't complain. Just got off of work, so I'm always always excited to be here. (laughs) We're excited Uh, to have you. Thank you. The Royal We. Get to talk about one of my favorite movies and movie series as ever. Yeah. Uh, Underworld. Underworld. Because... The yeah, first one. The first one is pretty good. Yeah, and then the fifth one just came out, and that one was not good, but I liked it. But I'm a I'm a pretty I'm pretty easy. So <laughs> our sister podcast affectionately refers to it as Underworld Blood Fart. <laughs> Over is that the countdown. What, which one's that? The countdown oh, okay. guys. <laughs> They refuse to call it by its proper Christian name. They it's, only it's, call it Blood Fart. <laughs> it's a pretty bad sequel subtitle. I mean, Underworld, they're all pretty. We have Evolution, Awakening, Rise of the Lichens. At least Rise of the, Ly- Rise of the Lichens, I know what it is. So That's like, true. It's kind of like trying to decide, trying to figure out which Resident Evil movie you want to watch oh, based God. on the subtitles. <laughs> Afterlife, Retribution. Which one's the one where she's in the like virtual reality? You know, Stepford House. Quick, quick! What was the fourth one? Uh, yeah, I think the fifth one was Afterlife. The fourth one, I don't remember exactly. Apocalypse. <laughs> I think that was the third one. Annihilation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't um, know the difference between them. But first Underworld one, classic. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, Underworld's fun. I, I rewatched it today. I don't remember the last time I watched it. I've seen Underworld possibly more than every other movie ever because when I was little, didn't have a lot of DVDs, but I had Underworld. <laughs> Um, it's funny we talk about, uh, Resident Evil because the Underworld series is mostly headed by, uh, Len Weissman and yep. he's married to Kate Beckinsale oh. and the Resident Evil movies are mostly run by Paul W.S. Anderson, who's married to Mila Jovovich. Okay. So we got a couple of directors running series for their hot wives. Did Kate Beckinsale used to be married to Michael Sheen? Cause, Maybe? Cause I saw like a thing a few years ago. Are you just saying ago. that cause they're both British? No. Are they British? I can't. Oh, Michael Sheen is at least. I guess now I'm second. <laughs> I think Kate Beckinsale is actually British too. Okay. Yeah. But maybe they were dating? Um, I think they, I think, okay, here's what I based on. I think they were maybe not married, but I think they have a kid together. Because mm-hmm. like a few years ago, they did one of those reenact photos. It was like them and their kid oh. like 10 years later in the same positions. Yep. I'm pretty sure it was Michael Sheen. Yeah, it maybe. Must, I think so. Maybe I'm pretty sure it was Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> Does Len Weissman look like Michael Sheen? I don't think anybody he's a handsome the... guy. I looked at his IMDb to see like what else he had directed, which was just like all of the Underworld movies. Well, he was like a second stringer for Roland Emmerich in all of his really <laughs> bad movies. But um, I don't think anybody can. It's hard to mix up Michael Sheen because nobody has that five head that he does. Yeah, he's just had a big ass head. I like Michael Sheen. I like yeah. I like him in this. I love him in this. He's great. He's I been like, in the prequel too. Um, yeah, I think I, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. Like even longer. He's basically the hero. And after seeing the prequel, 
in in my head, I don't know. Underworld, the the Lycans really should be the good guys. The vampires are bougie dicks, yeah, <laughs> who own various corporations, fighting this underground freedom fighters br- brought to the brink of extinction. And Michael Sheen, if you just watch the first one, is your standard card carrying villain. But then when you well, at I mean, they, first they they talk about it in Underworld, but then when you see it mm-hmm. and it plays out, he's a protagonist with a capital p in rise yeah i mean i think i think even in this one like after you get past your preconceptions of like being like almost this vampire propaganda against the lichens like oh they're the bad guys there's look at how evil looking they are like once you get into the movie a little bit and you start to learn about lucian and his plan and his motivations like oh no he's the hero of the story the vampires are dickheads (laughs) maybe that's the problem with the sequels is they're focusing on the the, the vampire secret police when they should be focusing on our our hero werewolves yeah the these victimized lichens i bet well because the the writer uh kevin uh i'm saying i'm probably saying this wrong because it's very french looking grino Graveau. sure uh he plays rays the the huge black guy vampire or a he werewolf. wrote the movie he yeah he wrote wow. the movie with uh, Danny Mc, um, well, Danny McBride wrote it, not that Danny McBride. I was going to say, Dan- Alien Covenant's I, Danny McBride? <laughs> <laughs> I double-checked. I double-checked for this. Different Danny McBride. It is not that Danny McBride. Because, yeah, writers are, are in a different union, so they don't have to have a unique name from the Actors Guild. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a couple of examples of that where writers have the same name. Or there's a director named Steve McQueen, for example. <laughs> right. Who directed The Last King of Scotland. You're not you're not trademarking your name so other actors can't. <laughs> yeah. I think he did Last King of Scotland. He definitely did 12 Years a Slave. Mm. But yeah, Steve McQueen. I was like... That's funny. It's always... Well, anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Graveau, he's... He's a renaissance man. He does a bunch of comic books. He, he wrote really? a bunch of comic books. Uh, he's, he does a bunch of voice acting because he's got that. He's got that amazing stupid, voice. Deep, yeah. Awesome voice. Uh, and then he was great in this. He's also, he's, he's not as big because I don't think maybe he wasn't as into it, but he was also in Rise of the Lycans. He's awesome in that too. Um, did he write any of the other ones? Uh, I mean, he, he, He's credited as story by okay, so he was involved Danny with someone else and Len, but I think more on the the rumor is it's really his baby, and the only way like a like they could get it going is if Len and Len Weissman and Danny McBride also attached their name to it. Mm-hmm. So the room the rumor is it's it was Kevin's original concept, uh, war between werewolves and vampires that started with this Romeo and Juliet. Um, Kind of the the werewolves used to be sla- be uh, used to be slaves. That all that uh, original stuff started with him. But just, then just once- like just like Romeo is a slave to the Capulets. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, but then the, the three sequels are that's just Len Weissman and Danny McBride going off and doing their own thing. Okay, you know, having Len Weissman's hot wife giving her her own movie series, but um. <laughs> In her cat suit. Her, yeah. Her leather suit. <laughs> the same leather suit. Uh, well, they don't have to worry about the, the merchandising and toy deals, so they can just have her <laughs> wearing the same leather suit. Yeah. We don't need variants of... <laughs> yeah. Well, of the second one's good, but then Awakening and Blood War, it's more of a... If you're a fan of the series, catch them. But, um... Yeah, first I, one's I stopped with Rise of the Lycans. I thought... It, I, I remember thinking it was really boring and weird, 
but I'll, I'll revisit it. Well, we're we're going to talk about them all, I guess, at some point. <laughs> well, the I mean, it's, it's weird because you know kind of what's going to happen. Almost all of the characters, you know, the... Victor and then uh, played by Bill Nye and, or Bill Nye. 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 Yeah. You had a syllable in there. Uh, not that, that Bill Nye. Not the science guy. Um, you know, he's in it, but it's like, he's clearly the bad guy. Are they going to kill him? He's in the first one. We know what's going to happen. So it's got that sort of prequelness hanging over it, but otherwise it's pretty standard rising up and fighting the overlords movie. Yeah. But this movie. 2003 in the height of when black leather was the final word in action movie fashion everything's just see black also and dark matrix and rainy and x-men one and two at least yeah this is very matrixy yeah it's like tag out computer overlords with vampire overlords <laughs> even have a subway fight right at the beginning but the yeah. quietest subway that first little jump scare that is the quietest subway oh, like i didn't look really around notice. the corner Boom! Subway, loud as hell. It's like I, I don't know subways that well, but I think they make more noise than that. They, That's just a nitpick. They <laughs> echo through those tunnels pretty well. It is yeah. a good opening. Yeah, definitely. Scene, though. Well, I mean, <laughs> werewolves, vampires shooting guns at each other, but otherwise, and throwing those awesome like disc blades. Oh yeah, at when, each when, uh, at the... her vampire ninja stars. Yeah, <laughs> not made of silver. Because he wasn't no, they smoking. Don't, they don't react to them. So why wouldn't I, you make it out of silver? I know, like, it seems to have been a design oversight. Maybe those are the prototypes. It probably wasn't in the vampire budget to make you know, <laughs> a pound of sterling still silver mechanical blade things. Celine, you're crazy. We throwing stars. We have guns. <laughs> why do you need this? All the silver went to the bullet budget. Yeah, they make all their silver bullets and their their oozing silver bullets. It's not as silly as weaponizing the sun <laughs> uv bullets yeah which they never followed up on it i never bothered me before but watching it today they're like this is probably military like they probably just stole this from the military and they're like well they have it now we're just going to ignore where it came from yeah well it's like inexplicably the cops are helping the werewolves i guess because they were tracking down michael or are they in disguise who knows and they have all this military hardware again they yeah. never really get to it but you know, werewolves seem to have inexplicably large military. It comes up again in Blood Wars, where they have more military, military hardware, but they still don't really explain it. Hmm. Whatever, it, it makes it, it makes it more sporting. <laughs> I um, just you could you could tie something like that in structurally to the movie. I, was like, I don't know if you know. It was a question I had. These movies aren't known for their, <laughs> their robust story structure. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I think at least this first one's a bit deeper than people give it credit for. I think it's got some interesting stuff going on. Well, this is also the series with the cowardly vampire named Craven. <laughs> Real stretching yourselves. Let's name the cowardly conniving vampire Craven. Is that a reference to something? I mean, Craven being cowardly. That's just another word for cowardly. Oh, does it mean cowardly? It's, yeah. Okay. It's, it's like a more archaic use. But, I mean,. When I was a kid, I was like, Craven the Hunter, that sounds like a badass name, Spider-Man villain, but no, it's also another word for cowardly. Okay. And he is... One thing I was watching this, and I've never really thought about it before, but where... What city is this? <laughs> where are we? I wrote down England, well, London, New York. Well, I think... I, I have no idea, but I, I, I was questioning where it takes place when we see Michael's address. 
Yeah. And it's apartment 510 and then like this weird set of letters and numbers are like, I think maybe it's in the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they did mention in the second Matrix that some programs are like That's right, there's vampires and and werewolves in Matrix. This is just a previous Matrix build. This takes place in the Matrix. I think we cracked it. Okay, case closed. Yeah. Well, because the vampires, for the most part, are sound English at least Kate Beckinsale and Victor do. But Craven, uh, Craven, I, he's an Irish actor in it, and you can kind of catch it sometimes, but he's doing an American accent. Yeah, he just seems to have just an American accent. And so I'm thinking maybe Victor and Kate moved to the American coven, and then Amelia and the vampires coming in are from England. Maybe. Erica's also English. Yeah. She's, that's Sophia Miles from Doctor Who. As the, 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 the blonde spurned, vampire. The blonde yeah. vampire who, oh god, now that I think about it, is, <laughs> me and my brother used to joke, right, right after we saw the second one, Evolution, oh god, can we talk about spoilers? Is this yeah. spoiler warning? Alright, so pretty much everybody's dead <laughs> at the end of Evolution except uh, Scott Speedman and Kate Beckinsale. But now that I think about it, I don't think Erica's ever killed on screen. I think she just kind of disappears near the end of Underworld. They're, they're saving her for <laughs> Underworld oh, 6. Oh, God. That would rule <laughs> if they brought Erica back as the bad guy in Blood Wars 2. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, re- let's, let's... Retribution. <laughs> uh, underworld Revolution. Something that starts with an RE, please. Yeah, Revolution would make sense. Where I'm... Erica's now leading... The vampire who knows maybe they never really explain why a vampire elder is an elder maybe she can be a new one <laughs> um but yeah no she's got who knows where they're from but i was thinking about it on this uh i think it's probably supposed to be england like london i know it was filmed in hungary oh okay i was when i was doing some re- when i was doing my research i saw that it was mostly filmed in eastern europe with the city scenes being uh, somewhere in Hungary, and, and you can kind of see that in license plates and some weird addresses in the corner. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all the buildings kind of have the more uh, European look to them. Sure, but who knows? Do you have a favorite part of Underworld? Oh, like a favorite tableau moment, action scene. I think the opening scene is really, really good. I mean. What else we got here? I mean, I love the final fight between Elder Vampire Victor and the Werewolf Vampire Hybrid. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it's very brutal. Yeah, and I don't know. I can't. I couldn't really think of another series or franchise that ever did the Vampire Werewolf Hybrid. I couldn't think of anything, and you know that I could, can't think of one either. That's always something that's been kind of cool with Underworld is that werewolves and vampires are kind of different breeds of the same species or that's the implication at least yeah they have the same origin but just kind of two different bloodlines and then victor's being mr keep the bloodlines pure and Mm -hmm. other people are trying to exploit it yeah the this lichen scientist guy has a great line about when he's talking about their multiple experiments to try and cross the bloodlines He's like Merge the bloodlines. <laughs> I can't do his accent, but yeah. And he says he says something about how uh, it seems that our our species are destined to destroy each other even a cellular level. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, I remember when they're doing the the close ups on the cells, like fighting, <laughs> like yeah, touching they, each they, other, like, then rip dying. each other apart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of 
lot of aged poorly. Some of the CGI is aged poorly. Some still looks pretty good. Like the the internal like rebuilding on Victor. That one, and then when Michael's transforming too, that doesn't look that great. That, that might have been my favorite part. Like Michael turning into a werewolf for the first time is real. It really holds up well. I think. Oh, like I think the surface stuff. Whereas, like, ribs are shifting, you know, that's some, like, American Werewolf in London level, mm-hmm. like, changing. And then when Ray's changes in the subway, or when most of the werewolves change, it looks pretty good. But then there's, like, shots of werewolves jumping around in the CGI when they're doing their spider walks. The, the Okay, I want to talk about the spider walks since it came out. <laughs> I had spider <laughs> notes, too. Both of them, vampires and werewolves, seem to have... I don't spider know. wall climbing what what the hell are werewolves doing like running along walls and along ceilings how is that faster than just running down the hallway <laughs> well it's so slow too because celine has all the time in the world to shoot a hole in the ground yeah using so many bullets more bullets than those guns have um since she's already like emptied her bullets shooting at them in <laughs> in a is this better than just shooting the werewolves because it does especially in the first one it less so in the sequels but it seems to take a lot of bullets to take the the werewolves down but even then there's a lot of bullets to go down and is that really faster <laughs> like they're still chasing after and then later it's like she got away <laughs> the werewolves perplexed by that hole it's literally in the subway werewolf goes down a hole I don't know. I remember a friend of mine being, being really upset when this came out, or when the trailer for this came out, because they show that in the trailer where she shoots the circle and falls through the floor. Because apparently he had the same idea to put that in a movie, <laughs> and Underworld beat him to it. But when you think about it, it's a really stupid thing to do. <laughs> Matt, um, I do remember Mythbusters took this one on. Oh, God. And it, I bet it was not plausible. And it, and they could do it eventually. Of course. But yeah. Most of the time, the floor would like break unevenly and oh, it yeah. just would never look as good. And it took forever. <laughs> like you could saw through the ground faster than it took to shoot. And oh. they had to bring out like a high powered rifle to finally like be able to do it. Yeah. Mythbusters has ruined so many movies for me. But that one I was pretty sure was not a realistic <laughs> moment in movie history. Well,. We're complaining about her shooting through the ground while she's being chased by seven-foot-tall wolf monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> um, that I get on board with, but shooting through the floor doesn't fit. <laughs> but then Erica does the wall thing, too. Yeah, she, I, well, she jumps she up like, like she's afraid. Oh, God, a werewolf thing. Eh. <laughs> she's, like, on the ceiling, clinging to the top. And then it kind of happens during the Victor and Michael fight. Uh, they're on the wall fighting, and he's just kind of got his back to it, but they're mm-hmm. midair. Who knows? Spiders. Yeah, I they, guess. they love their wire work in Underworld. <laughs> oh yeah, there there's some wire foo going around, and I think the the weirdest one for me was during the Victor Michael fight, where Victor hurls Michael against a post, and he like. It's like floating <laughs> through the air. He, he floats at a, on a perfect horizontal plane, like <laughs> twisting through the air. I was like, there's still gravity. You're not throwing him that hard. <laughs> I mean, they had to slow it down for our simple mortal eyes to see. <laughs> that was the that was that was the only really terrible moment of wire work. I think that the whole fight. While I do like it, it, it is. Because they're like, oh, the, the hybrid is supposed to be so much better than werewolves and vampires. And then suddenly Michael's like, would have died if not for Selena stepping in in a really cool kill. Mm-hmm. 
the the slow mo sl- slash across the head and his head like sloughing off. But um, how is he getting his ass whooped? He's supposed to be way better. And so I was thinking, well, you just was shot a bunch by those like liquid silver nitrate bullets. So maybe that's slowing him down right. a little. And he's new. He's a new werewolf vampire, and I guess it seems like every it's common knowledge that vampires get better as they get older. Mm-hmm. And then Victor's old as fuck. Victor's elder. He's super powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that that kind of I was uh was like, why wasn't why wouldn't Michael just walk all over him? And maybe he just blew all of his energy doing those like flash <laughs> speed moves where he gets. When he throws Victor through a wall, and then he's, like, there mm-hmm. when Victor lands, and then Victor stands up, and then he's behind him. <laughs> oh, you just blew all your you blew all your energy. Yeah, I think it's just meant to establish how powerful this new hybrid is. Like, even though he's brand new, he can go toe-to-toe with an elder vampire. No, and, and it was still a close fight, but he's still getting kicked. And then, I think, in the second movie, Evolution... You, you can see Michael hybriding out a lot more, and, and he's he's stinking powerful. He's tearing werewolves apart. Mm-hmm. And then with um, Marcus, the other elder vampire who goes all hybrid-y, you know, he's he's amazing. He's got the wings. Like, why don't the other vampires have wings? That seems super useful. Because he's, he's old, got that and more... then he gets the hybrid thing going. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, it works even better. But he's, he's like, because um, Marcus is like Michael's great times a billion yeah his uncle because yeah. of the his bloodline, ancestor yeah that that bloodline nonsense going around and you know he's more he's got the more primal werewolf blood <laughs> so he's got yeah. the cool wings yeah he's he's really cool in the sequel and then the the albino um i don't even remember what his brother the werewolf the albino super werewolf was but um yeah it was really cool in the sequel but Back to the first one, uh, really cool fight, but I'd always, as a kid, it's like, why are they, Michael should have torn Victor to pieces. Um, I have a note here, <laughs> why are they using nice statues as targets? <laughs> I was wondering that, too. Yeah. I was like, do they just get these, like, by the dozen at Pier 1, <laughs> or are they just so bougie, they'd I imagine, shoot stone than I imagine paper. there's there's different classes of vampires. There's the elders, and there's the death dealers, and then there's the potters, <laughs> <laughs> whose sole purpose is making these little busts to be shot at by their vampire brethren. Well, it's like, going back to Mythbusters, they always like gelatin and pigs to mm-hmm. go for humans, maybe rock statues are better for werewolves maybe yeah that makes sense <laughs> so they want to see how the ammunition is better hold up against stim- a, a yeah, werewolf. The, the toughness of the werewolves that makes sense like you just solved, solved it, it for me yeah you can call me len weissman if you need <laughs> i will write a bomb uh underworld six for you <laughs> look me up <laughs> underworld requiem <laughs> <laughs> oh what we were also underworld versus alien versus predator Requiem. <laughs> and then you could have the Predalien werewolf vampire. Ooh. You can get all four mixed into Super one. Super hybrid. Poor soul. God, what would a xenomorph vampire be like? That'd be scary. Yeah. Or a werewolf. Those would be spooky. They'd probably recover from the chestburster better, though. Yeah, it wouldn't kill well, I mean, them. It might be like getting staked for a vampire, but a werewolf might be able to pull through. They're not silver. Yeah, it's it's un. It seems like only sunlight kills these vampires, or decapitation does. Well, it's yeah, decapitation, sunlight, 
getting bit and getting bit by a werewolf, I guess. Because they get overloaded with too much supernatural juice. Yeah, because the two viruses just rip apart the host. Yeah. Unless you're from that super special bloodline. Corvinus. Which, why don't, why don't the uh, werewolves just bite a bunch of vampires then? Well, that's what they're trying to do. But <laughs> I guess we'll start with guns first and yeah. UV bullets. Well, we gotta get the super advanced military-grade UV bullets and try that first. Like, well, we can just bite them and they will die. <laughs> Come on, man. We got all this hardware. Let's try it. We've been trying to bite them forever and they're winning. Um, it also struck me as odd, like, if the werewolves are losing and their numbers are diminished, why don't they just make more werewolves? Like, it's super easy to make werewolves. It does seem pretty... Well, what is... Celine says something like, most mortals just die. Mm, that's true. When exposed. Like, that's it seem, true. It seems like a majority will just drop dead, but then if you're lucky... But if you, you survive, right person, then you become a lichen. Okay. You're, you're changed. Well, that's at least for... You're right. Well, she says immortals, so... Yeah, she does say that. It's it's not a gimme that if you get bitten by a werewolf, you're going to become a werewolf. You could just die. Mm-hmm. But then, um, she does say in her very, very naughty, don't just narrate the beginning of a movie narration that <laughs> the werewolves that are left are more powerful. Yeah, uh, I, I they, really tuned out during that. <laughs> like, I, I, do, I do not need an exposition dro- drop. <laughs> well, yeah, it's... It's narrating is better than reading as far as I'm concerned, but it's still not ideal. <laughs> leapfrog through time. That always amused me, Victor, using the term leapfrog when describing the elder rotation. Centuries old. So I guess, I don't know. So the vampires, there's the three bigwigs, Amelia, Marcus, and Victor. And they, I don't really know why they need to rotate. Because it doesn't seem like the vampires age necessarily. I I assume that like Is in a lot a of va- in a lot of vampire mythologies they do age, like they do become more beastly. So this is kind of a way to maybe. stave that off, I think. Maybe. Because um, I was thinking maybe it was like a power thing, and eventually the three would just be fighting each other for dominance. But this way they can kind of share it. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could be like they share the control and. Um, like what was I gonna say? Too, yeah, safe. Yeah, that's because the it. other like, two are kept under guard. So there's always two of the elder vampires kept away safe somewhere while Pocket one elders. is out. Yeah, <laughs> elders up your sleeve. It seems like such a big plot point when Victor's like, or when Craven's like, "You've been woken up a hundred years early," and Victor's like, "What?" <laughs> it's like, is that really? I mean, you've been woken up out of order anyway. Is <laughs> just that you've been woken up early? Can't they just redrain you and put you back? It just seems like such a big deal to Victor. Well, like, I well think... the process was already screwed up. <laughs> well, he didn't realize at first that he was he was awoken out of order. He he realized he was woken a little early, but see, he was hoping for laser guns by the time he looked. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I was supposed to be woken up in twenty one oh three. This is. Do you have laser pistols yet? No, no lightsabers. Oh, just put me, put back me back on ice. <laughs> God damn. Well, what was what was he been doing a hundred years before? That would have been nineteen oh three. Yeah, eating flappers and how um, boring. It's like they they just got guns to a reasonable level. It's like let's just maybe he was listening to well they had sci fi back in oh three, but that's when you were like pedal bicycles flying through the air. It was <laughs> old art of what two thousand would look like. It's like um books just downloaded straight into your brain. He wanted that. <laughs> 
He's a sci-fi fan, Victor. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> He's a dick, though. I mean, Bill Nye plays a dick well, but he had the whole um, killing his own daughter just for the purity of the bloodline. Well, that's another thing that's like, why are vampires the good guys? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> other than we're told that at the beginning. <laughs> other than Celine is a vampire, and I guess Celine's a good guy, even though she's just a, a toad for the bourgeois vampires. Yeah, she, she never questions anything until the end. Well, I mean, she was lied, and she thinks vampires era werewolves killed her family. And yeah, she, but... Then she got her werewolf boyfriend. She never questions, like, why they're fighting werewolves at all. Oh, that's right. They say, like, oh, looking into the past is forbidden. It's like, yeah, that, that, that little suspicious. Bit of a red flag there. <laughs> <laughs> looking into the past is forbidden. So you <laughs> do it anyway, right? <laughs> You're not just going to take that lying down. But, like, Michael asked her, like, why Why do you hate them? And he's like, because uh, we're at war with them. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't know. They smell. They're gross looking. They look super stupid. Like, I just want them all dead. These werewolves, especially in this first one, they, they look fine, but they look like, like rabid mole werewolves <laughs> they look very mullish they do me. have a mole they, they definitely wolf up more in the in the other movies but i always thought they looked weaselly with their because they don't they don't have the big ears their ears are very small but the animate the, the 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 practical effects do look really good yeah they do and i'm not i think they look fine they just <laughs> they don't look like your classic werewolves or at least modern day classic werewolves where they're much more wolfish right I've loved werewolves since, you know, I, I watched the original Wolfman with Lon Chaney Jr. back sure. in the day. So I think that's my bias towards <laughs> werewolves in these movies. And then, well, I had the, what I what I call the Ace Ventura uh, 2 effect where I saw American Werewolf in Paris before I saw American Werewolf in London. <laughs> so I do like American Werewolf in Paris, although... Now that I'm older and more seasoned, I do understand the London is a better movie, but I still have a soft I've seen spot for one Paris. of those, but I'm not sure which. I think I is might have only seen CGI Paris. One? Or is there... I haven't seen it since I was a kid, whichever one I saw. Okay. I think it was Paris. Did that have Julie Delpy in it? Maybe. I think that was London. I okay. don't know. Was, um. <sighs> I'm trying to think of a major difference, but I get. They're pretty similar i wouldn't feel well, there were are, were there multiple werewolves i don't remember because <laughs> there were more running around in the paris one uh in, in london it was really just the dude and then of course you have teen wolf never That's... really cared about teen wolf no i liked i liked my werewolves in a more actiony horror sure setting uh i i saw teen wolf once when i was a kid because you know i i i did like it but it I don't know, Michael J. Fox, it wasn't really up my alley. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> but I, I really like those ones. And then I do kind of, in, in the same way I like all my bad movies, I like Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. Oh, wow. And the werewolves do look really good in that movie, I will say. <laughs> they look pretty awesome. But that movie does suck, otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Other than a cool vampire's train wreck. <laughs> I can't even say for sure if I've seen it. Van Helsing? Yeah. I think it's worth watching. Kate Beckinsale is in this too, fresh out of her underworld. Because I think this came out maybe a year or two later. And Hugh Jackman's in it, and then I forget the dude's name, but he was Faramir in Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't, the, I don't know his name he's either. He's the bad guy in the um, Iron, Fist. Iron Fist. Yeah, He's in it as this 
dweeby friar dude. He's he's pretty. He's he's one of the better parts of that movie. Interesting. But yeah, I love my werewolves. Uh, the train attack scene in Underworld was really cool. Werewolves going to town on him. It's. I feel like the vampires should have probably handled themselves a little better, but eh. Ambush betrayed. What are you gonna do? They weren't expecting them to open fire in front of everyone. Apparently, they don't normally do that. Yeah, I know that usually they're sneakier about it. But they had an elder on hand, and Amelia. Well, I mean, oh, she was dressed for the, the ball. She wasn't scene. dressed for the battle. Yeah, and you and she's she's a competent warrior. You see her in Rise of the Lycans. Uh, oh yeah, the, the prequel. She she's in the opening sequence, and she's going to town on werewolves and doing just fine. But, uh, yeah, she's she's dressed for the ball right now and <laughs> was not ready. <laughs> was not anticipating a lichen attack. But that whole sequence was pretty good. I'm just going through my notes right now. Yeah. Um, do not feel sorry for the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, probably shouldn't have killed a werewolf right under an elder, <laughs> right over an elder vampire's <laughs> dried out husk. There sure, or, may, or maybe clean it up right away. <laughs> because, like, Victor, like, knocks half his face off and is like, all right, let's head out. And like, nobody's gonna don't have the vampire ready here to mop up the blood. It seems like those crypts should be airtight anyway. It's like you're preserving. Oh yeah, a body like just, down there. Just blood just dripping down. Yeah, just it, like gushing down for enough to get down there to get into his mouth. Oh yeah, he he's comp- he's pretty much regened at the because the second one takes off right after the end of this one. Yeah, and he and Marcus pops up fully. Batman mode, man bat mode, I should say. <laughs> Weird. Why is it not airtight? It's all the immortality goes to their head. <laughs> you don't arrogant. worry about mildew. That goddamn vampire arrogance you read about. <laughs> I think Let's... Deadpool has always ruined hero jumps for me. Celine opens the movie with a hero oh, jump from a shower. <laughs> oh, it's so bad for your knees. <laughs> hero jump. She's going to do a hero jump. That's they true. all do it. Michael tries, but well, he lands on his feet, I guess, and not in a not in a crouch. But he does like a little flip with it too. You mean when he jumps out the window of yeah, the vampire manner? Yeah, we, well, in the world, he like lands on his back. Well, no, no, uh, he does it again later in the hideout when the werewolves attack. Okay, uh, and Celine's fighting them, and she takes out the whole group no sweat. But I guess another group of werewolves takes out a train full of vampires, and that's how badass Celine is. But um. Yeah, he falls out of that window right before he gets jumped by the, maybe they're cops, maybe they are, and he lands on his feet then. Hmm. Chekhov's wrist blade. <laughs> Cause, uh, oh, right. When um, um, Lucian, Lucian uses his, uh, he's stabbing the middle of the car, because that's where the driver is, right? <laughs> he stabs the middle of the car, it's like, oh, get your big gulp. <laughs> and then he finally catches her shoulder, and then he, he doesn't use it until... He's got a, he, uh, puts it through Craven, right, Craven's leg. Craven right in the shin. Yeah. It's got to fucking hurt, but I've got Chekhov's wrist blade written down. <laughs> and Victor's death, four stars. <laughs> it's pretty a good. good. One. Pretty good. You're not even, doesn't even feel it right away. You'd feel like he'd maybe a little bit of healing there while it's just like gently lying on his head. Nope. Sloughs off and his <laughs> slanty head remainders gratuitously in the shot. Yeah. So good. Well, this came out in t- 2003, so I was 
13 when this came out. Okay. And my mom took me to the theater to go see it. <laughs> yeah, my this was always a ritual with... Uh, I think this and then Blood War were the only ones we actually went and saw in the theater. I don't know. Hey, Mom, if you're listening, did we go and see uh, Rise of the Lycans? Text me if you remember. But um, I saw this one in Evolution in the theater. I saw... Oh, I did go see Evolution in the theater, but it, that one was just... Me and my brother. And then, but we went and saw, me and my mom went and saw Blood Wars uh, when that came out a little while ago. But yeah, she took me, (laughs) 13-year-old, got me in the theater when you could still do that, and I've loved this movie ever since. Is this rated R? Oh, hell yeah. It's so Oh, because all the blood. And they swear a lot. No sex until the next one, though. Great sex scene in Evolution. (laughs) (laughs) Right after the truck chase and your girlfriend almost gets burned up. Yeah. That's really gets the the blood pumping. <laughs> Couldn't even light a candle in there, Michael. Um, He's a romantic. And then she has, then she gets, she has the kid from that, and Cryo goes through her. Uh, <laughs> when I uh, uh, watched uh, Awakenings with my um, with my girlfriend, I was like, that's the way to go through a pregnancy and cryogenic sleep. <laughs> it's the right way to do it. And really, her preteen years was she like twelve later on in that movie. I don't know if you, the who's twelve o- awakening. Well, oh, I don't think I've seen awakening. She is a she is a, Celine has herself a kid with Michael, and she's right. born a hybrid. But she's because they lost Scott Speedman after Evolution. Well, there's like what's it called when they have old footage that they use later on for an actor? They they have yeah. some old footage of Scott Speedman in Awakening. And and then he they capture him, they capture Celine, and then Celine wakes up later, no memory of anything, just she's getting visions of from some point of view she thinks it's uh, Michael, but it's her daughter, go figure. Oh, okay. And um Awakening's kinda cool too, because they have the whole aspect of humanity now knows about the vampires and the werewolves, and there's a great sequence of, of kinda like news footage of Vampires and werewolves being hunted down by humans. Oh, sure. It's it's pretty cool. And um, the werewolves and vampires hiding out and their hidey holes getting jumped on. And uh, it's super brutal. But, you know, kind of the whole living underground, just trying to hide out. Oh, if if this movie was made today, the ending reveal with Marcus would have been after the credits. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that'd be the the only difference. Uh, gotta get, this was when sequel hooks could be at the end of your movie. It was very brave of them, considering, uh, but... Who would I, you, who would you pick for, uh, Celine if they remade it now? Kate Beckinsale. She did find a She still got it? it. <laughs> she still got it. That's fair. She's, she's aging well. Um... I was gonna go with a Scarlett Johansson. ScarJo could do it. Uh, maybe the other, uh, who, who played Scarlet Witch? The, Olsen. the other Olsen sister. Olsen, the, the third Olsen. The third Olsen twin. Um, Emma Elizabeth? Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen, yeah. She could do fine. Um, She'd be good. Gotta cut her hair, but so did Kate Beckinsale. And then for Michael, Robert De Niro. <laughs> the man has range. He can do anything. He can do anything. 
Tom Holland. <laughs> As Victor, you're reading my mind. As Victor. Well, Victor was turned very young, and vampires don't age, so it's like that yeah. uh, that little girl from Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, yeah. I was watching this movie, and I don't know why the thought kept thinking, it's like, what would Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt do if they had to fight these werewolves? <laughs> it would not end well. I don't think the Anne Rice vampires would have done very well in this war. No, it, they'd fare slightly better than the Twilight vampires. <laughs> And well, they actually have to fight werewolves. <laughs> well, yeah, their werewolves are just giant wolves. They don't have to fight commando. Yeah, they're more apple. shapeshifters than werewolves. Yeah, they've got, and then it's like more of the, more of like a Native American uh, mythology thing going than like weird sibling species. Yeah. I do like that myth, though, of, what's his name? The first immortal? Corvinus. Corvinus. Uh, I, I don't think it's Michael. He's in the next. He's in evolution. It's uh, old as hell, but um, that's right. I forgot. He sure he turns up. Yeah, because he, he he gets the plague and his body mutates the virus and he becomes immortal. Mm-hmm. And he has two sons. Or, I he's think got two, three yeah. sons. Well, and they mentioned two in this. Well, he he has his. Oh, because he has human descendants. Yeah, because he has the human descendants that are mortal. Yeah. And then, and he, then has he has um, vampire son. It's a Marcus. The, the Marcus vamp- is literally his son. Yeah, that's okay. and, and that comes up in evolution. Um, Marcus and the 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 albino super werewolf in evolution, whose name is still escaping me. Um, I vaguely remember that. Those now. are okay. those are his two sons. I don't know if they name his mortal son that continued on. Well, the, the legend Victor says one bitten by bat, one by wolf. Yeah, one he's, destined to r- walk the road of mortality. Something very cheesy sounding. Yeah, there's lots of bad cliches in this movie. He he dismisses it as like a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. We all know but then he knows he, he knows Marcus is descendant of Corvina. So like, oh yeah, no, he's he's. I mean, he's always bullshitting Celine. <laughs> um, because he what was it? Um, Victor was a. He's like a disease-ridden old noble that was that was accepting of Marcus, even with his vampireness, and then he convinces Marcus to uh, transform him. And then, since Victor is this Type A personality, he ends up basically over uh, overruling Marcus, even though Marcus is the original vampire. He's he's still kind of a weenie until Victor dies. I really don't remember much beyond the William time. William Corvinus is Marcus's twin brother and the the badass albino forever werewolf. Okay, can't change back. Not not he's a super werewolf, but not the other super werewolves from Awakening that are like twenty feet tall. They're like Hulk werewolves. <laughs> Got up the game exactly. <laughs> I, well, do- I doubt we have the same questions of good and evil with the <laughs> with those movies. Well, the werewolves in Awakening are are straight up the bad guys because guess what they take over the bourgeois role where they're the the ones in charge and well they're basically werewolves insinuate themselves in the group that are doing most of the hunting down of werewolves and vampires they kind of sneak in to run that i thought it was interesting that the werewolves didn't mind being the guardians of the vampires back in the day like yeah they were slaves but well or at least lucian doesn't I mean, he's the only opinion we get. Well, yeah, Lucian kind of... Well, that's kind of the conceit of 
those in bondage is, you know, they might, unless they're being straight up abused, they kind of force themselves to accept the situation. But then when institutionalized, yeah, he's got, they got the Stockholm thing going on and they're still collared and chained up, but Lucian, he's like a blacksmith. And so he, he kind of is able to institute himself as being the, the favorite dog in the pack. Mm -hmm. But then he starts banging the master's daughter can't have that, and he makes a, in the prequel, he makes, like, a special key that can open up the collars and stuff. God, that's a brutal scene, too, when they bring in a bunch of fresh captives for the werewolves. Although none of them die. They change a bunch of people, including, you actually see Ray's oh, okay. getting, uh, getting werewolfed. Uh, speaking of Ray's, his death is super anticlimactic. I don't remember how he dies. Well, it's, you, it's, you can miss it, but you, he's still in werewolf mode. Uh-huh. Um, and he's eating the one, the whip guy that he fought. Right. He's, he's still kind of munching on him. And then Victor shows up and then he's the werewolf that Victor like just grabs by the throat and like throws his head breaking it. it sure. It's kind of weird, but and then, he, and then he stabs him. But <laughs> I was thinking, it's like, man, whips are a terrible backup weapon. <laughs> he had his gun. He was good to go. But like when I'm thinking sidearm i'm not thinking whip <laughs> and we see why he gets like caught on something that guy has oh that's soren 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 yeah. has the whips soren's the the <laughs> craven's uh more handsome lieutenant yeah who stands by and lets amelia yeah get he, slaughtered he, he had to he was on make sure amelia gets wiped out duty and then i don't remember the uh celine's friend who's played by not <laughs> or um i was thinking he was the dude from equilibrium too did you ever see equilibrium a long time ago they're probably gonna make more of these like blood wars actually made money imagine as long as they can get back and sale on that <laughs> suit though <laughs> keep cranking them out khan is the the guy who gets eaten during the final fight but he's Celine soren he makes the the, the special bullets yeah too. he's good the quartermaster um <laughs> But yeah, most of the most of the minor characters. If you're not Michael and Celine, you, you're wiped out by the time Evolution rolls around. <laughs> well, while Eric is planning her coup in number six, Underworld Reloaded <laughs> with a vengeance. Maybe it's just Underworld, but live free in Underworld. Er transposed, so it's like fancy Underworld. <laughs> <laughs> European, European Underworld. Under, underworld. <laughs> oh my god, gotta have the apostrophe of the e too. Yeah. Well, accent mark an um, oublant <laughs> yeah the oublant um i liked uh like in fight club oh. <laughs> when we were first introduced to Lucid, you're under the you're under the sewers there's nothing to do reception's terrible you might as well liken up and beat the shit out of each other yeah just don't like the boss of you mm-hmm. he's all snooty about it yeah, he doesn't. And he makes you wear clothes. What a dick. <laughs> Put some clothes on. He's so, he's so like, off put by it. He's, he's English. He's a proper English yeah. werewolf. <laughs> he He's still trying to work out the pants that, you know, stretch with you when you go into a yeah. werewolf. <laughs> Lucian definitely has Hulk pants when he werewolves. <laughs> he never go. Does he ever go full werewolf in this movie? We see him in the flashback go full werewolf. Yeah, that's, I think other than that's that, he true. doesn't know. I think that's one of the few times he even goes werewolf in the prequel. Might be like one other time, but otherwise he's a little he's a little too polite to be in full werewolf mode. He'll still bite a guy, but yeah, he likes his half werewolf form. 
And then he's <laughs> taking straight hits of uh, Michael's blood. And they never really, I mean, is it making him stronger? I, I don't know. I wrote that down too, and it didn't, and then I forgot about it. Yeah, why is he taking... because well, he's, he's, he's an old werewolf, so, you know, he's still pretty powerful. And right after he bites Michael, he's able to, like, push the silver out of him. Yeah. And then he's able to, to work through the, the silver nitrate bullets after he's, like, <laughs> taking that that sweet sweet michael blood so i guess it's making him stronger more resistant to silver i guess ah, part of the whole hybridness of it mm-hmm. i wonder if then if he was bit by a vampire if he'd be able to go hybrid guess we'll never know escort mission failed i think that was when uh oh that's right amelia My, um megan came in and was watching a little bit with me and when uh when celine was Trying to get Michael out of that fight at the end. He opens the door and Craven's there and shoots him. <laughs> and he's like, escort mission failed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, man, so, yeah, if this was a video game, you'd have to restart this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> you did not get Michael safely to. <laughs> gotta, gotta, why are you, are in a, you're in a, a war zone. Why are you not peeking through doors before opening up? Craven gets his very beginning of evolution i can't believe they got the actor back it's like we're gonna need you for a week you're gonna get your head torn off it's gonna be a blast <laughs> what's the uh end game for making a hybrid vampire like and what are they hoping well, to accomplish i mean lucian was you know he's he's gonna have a baby with sonia and so i think he's just kind of hung up that I, I guess this isn't really the end game this is more the motive he actually he wants to actually accomplish and make the hybrid I don't know why he doesn't seduce another vampire maiden, but, you know, he wants to try this. Seems like a good way to go. <laughs> um, so, maybe it's some sort of statement on equality and we're all the same and this war is stupid, but on the other hand, he's also acquiring high-grade <laughs> weapon tech, so he's not he's not exactly being a hippie peacenik about it. But, yeah. But then again, this hybrid is more weaponized, I guess, so if it's a more powerful version of the werewolf... You know, he probably wants to turn him into some sort of soldier that can fight the likes of elders. I don't know. Although seemed, they were able like, to assassinate another elder, so I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like he wants to end the war, but I don't see how that would happen. I don't know, victory? From creating this <laughs> abomination. Because it would look cool. Stick yeah. it to his, his father-in-law. Could just, be he, re- he does, could just be revenge, yeah. He does have a pretty shitty relationship with his father-in-law. That's not a bad motivation. That explains it for me pretty well. There you go. You're welcome. Solves it. <laughs> um, I thought it was weird that vampires can faint. When does the vampire faint? Celine, when she gets stabbed in the shoulder, she faints in the car. Oh, yeah, from the blood loss. And the car that sinks very quickly for being full of air. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've seen cars sink before. Usually they don't drop like a brick no. right to the bike. Because he shoots out the window and the car is clearly not full of water. They did it in Mythbusters, actually. I've seen a Mythbusters where they do the sinking car thing. Yeah, it's like how to best how to escape, escape a, a sinking, sinking car. car. Yeah, And the car did like do a flip and hit the water, but usually... It's got ballast, all that air, you know, that weighs a lot, but it goes, it got the lead in this one, apparently. I don't know how it did the flip in the first place. Right. Yeah, she, she faints. She'll, she gets better later after that little tourniquet of, you know, who knows how useful that was, but, but like, well, she said he saved her life. So I don't know. Can vampires drown? That's another strength. (laughs) Like, cause 
I was uh, my next note is like, how does CPR work on a vampire? It's like they don't have breath. They're not supposed to have breath or heartbeat or these these vampires seem to mostly be alive, just immortal. Yeah, no, I I don't. Yeah, I don't think these like their heart. Well, like we see Victor's heartbeat when he's awakened. Yeah, but it's just, it starts with his lungs beating. Yeah, his lungs like inflate. Yeah, and... so is he breathing, and then his heart starts to beat. But yeah, no, I mean clearly there's some sort of biology going. I don't know. It seems like every franchise, their vampires are a little different. Yeah, and I think they should be. I just I like thinking about the rules and why. Yeah, it definitely seems like these these vampires and werewolves are not undead. They're just they have their own special flavor of how you know life. Yeah, I mean they they can die from grievous bodily harm, but light stuff they'll be able to shrug up more superhuman than supernatural. And, I mean, they try and have their science. They try and do more sciencey explanations of stuff than like, oh, it's a curse, blah blah blah. <laughs> um, I think that might just have more to do with the modern day setting as opposed. To this isn't set, you know, like in Bram Stoker, Dracula, you know, late Victorian era. Yeah, and we ignore a lot of classic vampire myths too. Like, uh... well, they keep the sun, but everything else seems to be kind of iffy. Yeah, ref- they are reflected. We see some reflections. Oh yeah, do you? I I, never... I, I was looking for because I like I noticed it when. Uh... Oh well, Erica's looking at stuff in the mirror. She's like, "Oh, this dress will look good on you." Sleep. Oh yeah, not... I didn't even think of it then. But yeah, yeah like later, cool. Craven's like looking through a window, and you can see his reflection in the window. That'd be funny though if Erica was just like holding the dress up to the glass, and then it's just her dress, and it's like, "Oh, you'd look great in this." <laughs> <laughs> that would been a good moment. I'm not really. Why? Why is there a reflection rule with vampires? Do you know why that is? Is that just I like a I don't holy, know holy creatures can see themselves? Some I don't know where what the origin of it is or what the reason behind it was. It was just yeah, they don't have a cast reflection. Um, there's the whole can't enter without permission thing, which oh yeah, she, that's a Buffy she, rule. She or, busts into. I mean, it's original, but it came up a lot in <gasps> Buffy. Yeah, that was a big one for Buffy. Vampires have guard dogs. Just remember that. Gotta <laughs> chase away those werewolves. Werewolves hate the guard dogs. That, that is a little strange that the vampires have guard dogs. I think that's probably more for uh, mortals. Yeah, human chasing intruders. Chasing away the riffraff. Yeah. That's a good point. And I guess they own various corporations that make synthetic blood, too. And I was thinking about that. If vampires get memories from blood, are, is the synthetic blood just memoryless? Yeah. Or do they see test tubes in their mind? Yeah. <laughs> Probably don't get many memories from the synthetic blood. It's like it's like diet blood. <laughs> it doesn't taste the same. Blood zero. Blood. <laughs> could you could you get different flavors? Could you get cherry blood. Cherry blood zero. I would hope so. If I were a vampire, I'd be rich. You want some cherry blood zero? <laughs> Caffeine free. That's right. That's how Victor prefers it. She when she's getting doesn't want the, to be up all night. When she's getting those bags of blood set up, it's like, oh, what what flavors is Victor like? I don't remember. Give him a little bit of everything. <laughs> Root blood. All right. Um, I wrote down <laughs> telling Celine about her family is an odd seduction technique. Because Craven, like, when he reveals to her... Oh, yeah, and then he's just assuming, all right, now that I've told you Victor's a dick, you'll definitely love me. Now you'll be my queen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let me take my cat suit off, master. <laughs> it, Craven is... She, uh... Well, Craven's, like, the, the chief weenie vampire, and 
the whole movie, he's got this conceit that he can somehow win Selena over. Victor's mentions later, he's like, oh, he wants something he can't have. I, mean, I don't know. Craven seems to be very unreasonable in his desire for Selena. When Erica, who look, looks just fine, she's very pretty blonde, all over Craven, wants that Craven. Mm-hmm. Wants the. Ah, you're, you're too she easy. Want, she seems to want the status that comes with being Craven's queen. But she looked good in that dress. I don't know. I think Craven should just yeah. <laughs> of of the of the two, I'd probably pick Erica anyway. <laughs> Celine's kind of harsh. She's kind of rough around the edges. Well, she's she's like a hardcore professional. I don't know. I don't know what Craven sees in her. But um, it's just, it's literally just that he can't have her. I was like, I feel like if she gave in at any point and like, yeah, let's try this. He'd be like, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> Immediately, it was like, oh, since you want it, ugh. Yeah, gross. Like, oh, you're so desperate. <laughs> <laughs> don't be so desperate <laughs> Craven I guess used to be a warrior I mean he, he was still weak because he he went and fought Lucian but then made a made a deal with him and got like a chunk of his skin as proof that he killed Lucian originally mm-hmm. that might be an interesting movie just seeing that whole somewhere between Rise and the first one yeah and where Craven, Craven. How, how that alliance between them Craven, comes I don't in. know if you play it right it might be interesting I think you can make an interesting movie out of anything if you do it right but and then I noticed in the book they don't show they have like the drawing of Lucian but they, they have his face covered up it's so like torn when, out well it's, it's like the page is torn and then the the previous page or the previous page is torn and it's on top of the drawing so i'm wondering if they made that art before they cast michael sheen (laughs) (laughs) i think they just didn't want his face in there because if celine could see his face like oh yeah that's definitely the guy oh i guess but why didn't you just turn the page (laughs) no i mean like the picture was ripped oh was it yeah i i thought i always thought it looked like it was another page on top of the drawing. Mm. No, yeah. yeah, it's it's the picture is torn obvious in half. That way. Yeah, and then like there's a page underneath it. That must be from from where it's torn. Yeah, guess I'll have to watch it again tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about watching uh, Awakening again because I've only seen Awakening maybe only twice. <laughs> Definitely, I mean, besides Blood War, which isn't out yet, else I would buy it. I've seen Awakening the fewest times. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen Awakening. That's good. I know. I, mean, I, mean, I, know I didn't see Blood War. It's not good, but I think it's worth watching if you have any. Yeah, I'll check it. Any out. interest in underworld in general? Underworld, werewolves versus vampires versus dinosaurs. That'll be Dr- Jurassic <laughs> World crossover. That'll be a good one. Jurassic Underworld. <laughs> Jurassic Underworld. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Werewolf T Rex. Oh, digging it. So, if given the choice, you'd want to be a werewolf over a, uh, yeah. a vampire? I've I've had this conversation at length, and I, I've definitely... Because, unfortunately, werewolves, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty wild. But it seems like of most werewolves in fiction, the lichens seem to have some degree of self-control, especially the older ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still very bloodthirsty and gung-ho, but they, they seem to be with it more than, like... The American Werewolf in Paris and London, or even the original Lon Chaney version. So I think werewolves are pretty cool. Most of the time you can set it up so you're you're not tearing out loved ones once a month. If you got a good calendar, you'll have some heads up before it matters. Yeah. And while vampires have their, you know, they have the pretty good self-control most of the time, you know, they have to feed their their curse daily, or 
depending on your rule set. Yeah, I it think... kind of depends on the rule set because yeah. some werewolves I would not want to be. Some sound just fine. But like this, this world you go and, with. And like if I in... was in this world, because I feel worse, I feel for <laughs> forgive the pun. They're the underdogs. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> so clever. <laughs> um, and you know, I feel for them in that sense. And you know, the vampires are all beautiful dicks, but you know, I feel for the the little guys just fighting against their old masters. If if you who would I rather be, Lucian or Celine? Lucian. If you if you put me in that situation easily, he's he's just fighting for his people. I want to rewrite the whole premises of the movie from his point of view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freedom fighters fighting against the evil secret police. Um, I feel like I would rather be a vampire in this world, but I wouldn't want to be like a part of the war. Just want to be like a writing professor like, vampire yeah <laughs> basically it's like i'm immortal i can drink this and th- like technology is advanced in this world to the point where they don't feed on you humans. get the test tube they yeah they uh, diet blood yeah you get blood zero cherry blood zero <laughs> and you you just live forever yeah, that's not bad you get a lot of writing done yeah <laughs> or just you know drain yourself of blood for a hundred years and wait for the spaceships that'll be that'll be underworld six underworld in space <laughs> oh god i hope so Werewolves then they'll cross over with Jason X. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lycans versus Vampires versus Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah, totally. So are we going to do the sequels at some point? Yeah, we can We can do the whole series. <laughs> I over, wouldn't mind. I over the course it. of time. It's They're all worth watching. They're all worth talking about. And it's... I would have never dreamed back when I was... The wee adolescent watching this movie that this would just be a huge franchise. Not huge, but a long franchise. Yeah, that they just keep it going. Eh, while, you know, people keep buying tickets, and while Blood World was not critically received well, and I think it's objectively the worst one, made money, so it's got potential. Would you agree that each one's worse than the previous one? I don't know. I don't... I'm bad at ranking. Okay. Uh, I would say there are... The first four are equal, and then Blood Wars is slightly worse. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I think I think Awakening Evolution and the and Rise of the Lycans, they're they're all fine, and I I don't think Underworld's a perfect movie. I like I said before, I think the Lycans look the worst in this one, and I think the story is maybe the most straightforward. And I like when they get more into the mythology. Like I think Evolution, the the sequel to this one, might be my favorite one. I really like Marcus uh, more than Victor as a bad guy. He's 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 more imposing and he's in the movie much longer. He, I, I remember Victor's, I like the actor who plays Marcus a lot. Yeah, he's he's really good. And Victor, I guess, is more of the prequel bad guy because this this movie in, in Underworld One, there's between Craven, Lucian, and Victor, there's there's no one solid like big bad of the movie. Mm-hmm. But Marcus has such a good presence through Evolution. And you get more Michael in hybrid form. Um, the werewolves, I think, look the look really good in Evolution. They they improve a lot from the sequel. I like the the like the the archivist. The Celine and Michael go find him in his like snow exile palace. Are you talking about one of the sequels? Now? It, I'm talking about Evolution, the second yeah. one. I, I'd have to rewatch it. Yeah, he, he's a he's a cool character. I th- I think. Th- if I had to pick a favorite one, it would be the number two. But I think the prequel and the first one and Awakening are all just as good. And I, and I don't dislike Blood War. It's just kind of a. It's very different from the other ones. I would say it's 
It's kind of goofy. I'll have to get there soon. And they have later. to, and they had to get in their Game of Thrones stunt casting <laughs> with a. Well, I mean, they had won an Awakening, but then Game of Thrones came out and they got more famous, and they brought him back for Blood War, and they brought in another guy. Um, Is there anything else about this one that you wanted to get on get into? I, I went over all my notes. Oh, uh, Raze is my favorite werewolf, I think. He's, that stupid deep voice of his is so cool. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much all I went. Oh, <laughs> Craven's Batman-like exit. <laughs> when oh. when the, the scientist <laughs> werewolf was spilling the beans. And then, Victor, Lucian is dead, according to whom? Craven! And Craven's gone. <laughs> he was like, wow, Batman would be impressed by yeah. that exit. He, he snooped out under the watch of an elder vampire. <laughs> I expected Celine to do the same thing when her and Michael first catch eyes in the subway. He, uh, they, they, they lock eyes and he's like, hey there. And then he gets distracted by something and he turns back around and she's still there. <laughs> it's like, sh- shouldn't she have vampired off? <laughs> She's just not as good. She's not as good as Craven yet. Yeah, she's just yeah, well, not as old. Yeah, once you get to about Craven's age, you can do the Batman exit. So that's that's a level thirty vampire. Celine's still solid twenty five. She's getting there, but yeah, not quite. Well, now now she's a, she's a, she's her own flavor of super vampire. Spoilers: Watch Blood Wars. <laughs> what what's who? What's a character's guilty pleasure? Is that the yeah, you want to get, go to the guilty Well, pleasures? I was thinking about Celine actually, in okay. preparation. And I think Celine volunteers at the animal shelter. <laughs> <laughs> when she's off duty from death dealing, she sneaks off and goes to the puppy pound. and Some weird, like, overnight animal shelter. <laughs> well, maybe she'll... She does the... What's the guy in Blade 1 where he puts on just... Steven Dorf? Who puts on a ton of sunscreen and goes out. Uh, what's... It's... I don't remember the character's like name. Pastor... Snow. Well, that was maybe the comic book character, but the yeah, Steven Dorvey puts on slops on the sunscreen and goes out and goes and she she goes and cuddles the puppies at the animal shelter and that's what I was thinking her guilty pleasure would be. It's pretty. What do you think? uh, What do you think Victor's guilty pleasure would be? Ooh, oh, you know, just the uh, eradication of entire indigenous peoples. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he goes and hunts down other supernatural creatures when he's not working. He, he doesn't like the blending of any bloodlines. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> well, I was thinking about it too. It's like it kind of tracks because you know any vampire that's over I don't know a year old is going to be super racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was would he have been the the elder alive during the forties? No, he would have. He would have been in hibernation. Yeah, because Amelia's about to end, and if we're assuming Underworlds in twenty two thousand, yeah, when, let's when, say two thousand. When he went down, it was like illegal for blacks and whites to mix and <laughs> oh, get married. <laughs> he's he's in for some rude awakening. <laughs> mean to tell me there are gay people. All right, um, <laughs> they do what to each other's butts? <laughs> you think with vampires? Oh wait, not Anne vampires. I'm sorry. That's yeah. that's a different coven. And rice vampires are super gay. Right? Good for them. More power to them. Every every coven they've got their bylaws. <laughs> the and rice coven they've got their own thing going. Then they're just the, they're the just Buffy like coven. super freer. Hey, if you've got 
all of time to do stuff. I feel like I'd be more like the Anne Rice vampires and just going full hedonism. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably live and let live with the with the ratty werewolves <laughs> living in the sewers. You do, you do. I'm you. sorry. I'm sorry about our unfortunate history. I'm gonna go listen to some music for a few hundred years. <laughs> Pass freely among humans because I look like one. <laughs> yeah, just become a night only rock star. Yeah. I don't want to watch Queen of the Damned again. <laughs> also, another sequel, another of the Ace Ventura problem. You saw I that one? I saw, I saw Queen of the, of the Damned way... I've seen it also way more times than wow. Interview. I've seen an Interview maybe twice. I've seen Queen of the Damned. I don't know why. I don't even love those movies, but I like that one more. Wow. That's... Than Interview. Interview... That's a bold statement. Queen of the Damned is a shit movie. <laughs> no. From what I remember. I've seen it once and I hated it. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's a weird movie, but it all started when I saw When Nature Calls before Pet Detective, and I still love. I feel like this is not as unpopular as some of them, and I know a lot more people who like Second Ace Ventura more than the first one. I'm trying to also, remember I think the Ace second Ventura. one's aged better because the whole resolution isn't based on <laughs> somebody being transsexual at the end. Has <laughs> not aged well, but. Yeah, I saw that one first. I think that one's a little bit better for kids when I saw them. Slightly. <sighs> What's next? What other what other uh, episodes are I just listened to the Power Rangers episode. That was that, that was, was fun. a good one. That yeah. sounded like fun. That was super fun to do. I still have you seen the new Power Rangers movie? Not yet. I'm hoping to get out sometime. I heard it's like watchable. Yeah. I heard it's not as bad yeah. as some people were fearing. But I've also heard it's uh it, it's not as Power Ranger-y as some people were hoping. I, I'm kind of okay with them toning down the Power Ranger-iness. Maybe, if I want to see a movie about Power Rangers, <laughs> I want as much Power Ranger action as I can get. I don't want fucking Breakfast Club. I, I'm fine with it being a bit more ground. I'm fine with Breakfast Club with superpowers. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. So yeah, no, I heard it's basically Breakfast club with some superpower going on that's what i want from the first trailer i was like okay i know what this is now and that's i'm well, okay well, with it that's that's what i've heard i'm i may or may not see it i just saw the new uh king kong Skull me too and that movie was i that movie was way better than i thought it was gonna be and me I, too i thought it was I, fun i was going in there and i was like oh that's probably gonna be one of those movies that i like but it's still objectively bad but it was it was it was better than the godzilla the legendary Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um, which is nice. I'm looking forward to them doing all the the whole Godzilla Avenger <laughs> shared universe type shit. Do you, uh, do you have anything you want to plug or recommend? Uh, Odyssey Games. I don't own it anymore. I used to own it, but I don't. I sold it to a very smart, nice fellow named Elliot. He runs it now. They've got a nice big new location over there on West Main and drake uh by blaze pizza also and, not related to me unfortunately <laughs> and hunan gardens and hunan gardens yeah which if you're ever in kalamazoo check out hunan gardens <laughs> holy shit it's the best chinese restaurant they are, in the world they are really good yeah odyssey games is great if you love magic if you love dungeons and dragons i play i run a dungeons and dragons group there once a month you know we we do all sorts of gaming there no comics but comics did you know that there's kind of a, nop- a monopoly with comic? It's the distribution. Marvel, DC, Image, Dark Horse, they all sell their comics to one company. 
and that one company distributes them. Really? It's kind of like a sneaky monopoly with comic books. I did not know And it's that. a racket. Like, you have to buy so much. If, there's, there's like, a really high minimum wow. if you want to carry comics. Um, they push, like, all sorts of bullcrap and promos. And, so that's why, you know, you gotta have, you got to carry a lot for it to be worth it. Um, but yeah. as far as plugs, that's, that's my thing these days. You have, like, a Twitter or anything? No. No? Uh... I've tried. I don't... You can find me on Facebook. <laughs> Johnny Blaze on Facebook. <laughs> um, why don't I, uh, why don't I wrap this up? Oh, so yeah, let's wrap so this up. So <laughs> listen to the whole thing back again. <laughs> right. <laughs> so our Twitter is at quote guilty. My personal Twitter is at play underscore architect. You can find us at facebook.com slash quote unquote guilty. Email us at quote unquote guilty at gmail.com or contribute to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash word salad. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us if you're just tuning in. Oh, that, was, that was last podcast. That's a callback to Jurassic World. <laughs> or no, Jura- Lost World. Yeah, Lost. <laughs> I was like, man. Jurassic Lost World. It's one thing to call back to earlier in the episode. It's another thing to call back to another episode. I, I promised myself I wouldn't do that again, but I'm weak. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Johnny. My pleasure. I'm always happy to be here. I'll be back soon. <gasps> Very soon. <gasps>